Welcome to Your Career. I'm your host and resident career expert, Todd Bermont. We are coming to you from beautiful downtown Conroe, Texas on Lone Star Community Radio, FM 104.5, 106.1, and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Each week on this program, we'll be discussing key topics to empower you to succeed with the job search and your career. In addition, we'll share with you the latest career-related news and jobs data you can use to land a new job and make more money. But uh, first, I have to give kudos out to my producer here. And, uh, you know, I, w- I was having a little fun with Dick last uh, last week when uh, he was given the weather report. And when he read off the weather report, he said with 100% certainty that it was going to rain last Saturday. And I, and I was thinking, how is it possible to be 100% certain? But I'll be darned, it, it, it rained pretty much the entire day on Saturday. So good job, Dick. All right. So uh, our goal with your career is to share with you insider secrets and tips you can use, whether you're looking for a new job or just want to make more on your existing one. On today's program, we're going to also discuss some tips on interviewing and uh, trying to look for jobs during the holiday season. And uh, we also have an exciting guest as well. But before diving in, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Todd Bermont, author of 10 Insider Secrets to Winning Job Search and founder of TCC Learning of League City, Texas. My company, TCC Learning, has created an online program to empower you to land your dream job. To learn more, visit tcclearning.com. That's tcclearning.com. Now for today's program, I'm really excited today because I have a wonderful guest on the program, Joe DeMonico. And uh, Joe is a producer, an actor, and a director. And this is just really exciting to me, especially because I, I have twin daughters who absolutely love the theater. And uh, Joe, you might not be aware of this, but we actually had him on as a guest on, on the program. That was a few few weeks ago, and we actually built resumes for them on the program. We showed how you could even create a resume for a 10-year-old. Nice. And uh, at, at the time, they were 10. Uh, now they're 11. And, um, but, uh, I, I'm really excited cause there's a lot of people that, you know, you watch a movie, you, you go to the theater and you think, wow, it'd be incredible to have a job like that. And, uh, and you're involved with some really exciting things. So, uh, shortly we're going to dive in on those things Absolutely. And, and I'm just really excited on that. Um, but before bringing Joe on, uh, we've got lots to discuss today. And uh, first of all, let's discuss yesterday's weekly unemployment report. This week, over 350,000 people filed for first-time unemployment claims. Now, this is kind of an ugly number and one we have not seen for a while. And something is really suspect in this week's job report, because you're probably thinking, well, wait a minute, Todd. I'm looking at the media reports, and they all said that there were only 250,000 folks that filed for unemployment. Where are you getting this 350,000 number? Well, those of you that listen to this show for a while know that um, on the weekly reports, they have an adjusted number, which is the narrative the government wants you to see. And then they have the unadjusted number, which is actually the truth. And the unadjusted number this week really shot up by over 100,000 people. And, uh, and it's uh, 100,000 more than, than what they're reporting. And um, so this is why I always focus on the unadjusted number, because that gives you a little more truth versus fiction. You know, 
My guess is that the government wants to continue a narrative that things are going really well under the current administration and that the media is all too happy to report that. But to, and don't be surprised if the number continues to be this high in January uh, if all of a sudden the higher number gets reported. But uh, I digress. Anyway, I'm going to get on my soapbox for a minute because for the life of me, I've never understood why employers have to fire people right before the holidays. Have they no compassion Yeah, I get it that companies want to close out their fiscal years and all, but it's just so cold to let people go right before the holidays. And uh, so, but I don't want to dwell on this, though, because the holidays can be a great time to also find a new job. So for those of you in the audience that might have wound up being on the short end of the stick and uh, all of a sudden found out you just lost your job this week, I'm going to focus on some positive news. Just this week, SoftBank announced that they're going to invest $50 billion in the United States and create 50,000 jobs. In addition, U.S. Steel said they're going to bring back 10,000 jobs. Regardless of what side of the political spectrum you're on, this is great news. Remember, last week on this program, I mentioned the great news of Carrier saving 1,100 jobs. And for those of you who tuned in last week, you may recall that I said, don't be surprised if this positive publicity Carrier got by saving these jobs was going to start an avalanche of other companies following suit. And guess what? It's already happening. Let's hope that this trend continues. Now, just to touch more on politics before I close, I know there's about 50% of the population that was not happy with who won an election. And to those 50%, I just want to say, have faith that things will work out. You see, when there are lower taxes and less regulations, companies will create more jobs. For those of you job seekers out there, I can tell you there is a positive momentum in the air. I expect next year to be a banner year for hiring. So while this week's unemployment report was not good, I expect that to be short-lived. Now I'd like to share with you some tips for job searching over the holidays. You might be thinking, well, why should I job search over the holidays? Nobody's going to be hiring over the holidays and... You know, yeah, maybe somebody's hiring a temp job for retail or something like that, but nobody's really hiring, are they? Well, actually, this is a great time to look for a job. And it's because of that very reason of what you were thinking. Everybody out there is thinking, well, why should I look for a job right now? Nobody's going to be focusing on hiring people during the holidays. Well, exactly. Nobody else is going to be looking. So you're not going to have any competition when you're out there looking for opportunities. Plus, Around the holidays, I don't know about you, but I know I'm always in a great mood around the holidays, and most people are too. It's a you know, great time to celebrate and, and good cheers. And, and guess what? That means more people are going to be willing to talk to you. More people are going to be willing to give out informational interviews. Let's face it, nobody really wants to work this time of year. So it's, it's a phenomenal time to get informational interviews because it gives people an excuse to close their office door and meet with somebody for an hour and a half and not have to do any quote-unquote real work. So also, many companies finalize budgets around this time. Yeah, they should have been finalized in November, but I can tell you from real-world experience in corporate America, a lot of times these budgets don't get finalized till, you know, if not the end of this month, middle of January, sometimes into February. And um, also, there are some wonderful networking opportunities around the holidays. There are these little events called holiday parties, right, or Can I say Christmas parties over the year? Um, But uh, anyway, uh, I digress. But, you know, holiday parties are just an awesome time to network with people. And you never know who you might find at a holiday party 
especially after they've had a few cocktails under the belt, that might know of somebody who knows of somebody that might be interested in hiring you. You know, again, for those of you that listen to this program on a regular basis, you know that networking accounts for how 80% of all new jobs are found. So use this holiday period and holiday parties as an awesome time to let people know you're in the job market. But be prepared. Have an elevator pitch. Know what target employers you're looking to get a job at. You know, know what your ideal position is. Have a little 30-second elevator pitch on why somebody might want to hire you and the type of job you're looking for. And then, you know, another great way to reach out to people during the holidays is to send holiday greetings. And as you're wishing folks a happy holiday season, you can also let them know that you're in the job market. So the bottom line is, if you use this holiday time wisely, you can position yourself to land a great job starting in the new year. So with that, you are currently listening to Your Career with Todd Bermont on Lone Star Community Radio, FM 104.5, 106.1, and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Got a question or a topic you'd like covered? Check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash your career Todd Bermont. That's facebook.com slash your career Todd Bermont. Now stay tuned as Joe will be joining us right after the break. Want to check out the fastest growing sport in the world? It's right here in Conroe, Texas, and it's roller derby. Conroe Roller Derby is a nonprofit recreational league of women and men who want you to come and check out the fast-paced, hard-hitting game of roller derby. The Conroe Cutthroats practice at Rainbow Roller Rink on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. You can find our game schedule and more information on our website, www.conroerollerderby.com. Here we are, another morning in Montgomery County. It's 6 a.m. and all you can do is think about hitting that snooze button. But don't. Wake up with me, your morning radio host of Morning's Lone Star Dick. Every weekday morning from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. on Lone Star Community Radio, join me for some music, talk, interviews, giveaways, and of course Montgomery County's weather and traffic. I'm here to make your morning start. Every weekday morning, online at IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1 with Mornings with Lone Star. You're going to need me. You're going to need us. All of us. You're going to need our help with your water, your air, your food. You're going to need our determination, our compassion. You're going to need the next generation of leaders to face the challenges the future will bring. And we promise we'll be there when you need us. Today, 4-H is growing the next generation of leaders. Tune in to Chamber Chat with your host, Courtney Galley and Samantha Good, with the Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce every first Tuesday of the month at 11 a.m. I'm one of your hosts, Courtney Galley. Samantha and I will chat about the Conroe Chamber's upcoming events and programs for the month. Relax with a cup of joe or your favorite drink for Chamber Chat. The East Texas Dream Center is in need of your help. We are a nonprofit Christian organization that houses women and children who are trying to get their lives back after being homeless, abused, or addicted. We are conveniently located at 301 South First Street, Conroe, Texas, 77301, right here in Montgomery County. Our needs are financial and every needs of gasoline, cleaning supplies, laundry soap, Lysol, and whatever else God puts in your heart. 
To help our ladies and children, please consider a donation. You may visit our website at www.EastTexasDreamCenter.org. Again, so you don't forget, it's www.EastTexasDreamCenter.org. Donations are tax deductible. Remember what Jesus said, with God, nothing is impossible. Welcome back to Your Career. I'm your host and resident career expert, Todd Burma. Each week on Your Career, we'll be sharing valuable information you can use to further your career and land the ideal job. Now let's dive in with today's exciting guest, Joe DeMonico. I am really excited today because Joe is not only an actor, but he's a director and a producer. And and given that my daughters love the theater, I'm incredibly pumped to learn all about the upcoming film festival in the Woodlands. And I also understand you're going to be producing a film as well. So I can't wait to hear about that. And uh, also really curious about how Joe cracked into the business uh, Joe is married to a professional dancer and choreographer and dancing. That is because my daughters have done that too. And boy, there's a lot of work that goes into that. Absolutely. And, uh, Joe has a 15 year old son as well. He and his family moved to the woodlands 10 years ago from Los Angeles. And I'm really curious why somebody would move from LA to the woodlands, especially if you're in film and and you're an actor and everything else you hear of everybody going the other way to california to try to get found i've, I've not heard of anybody coming back to texas so i'll be really curious to learn about that and uh, currently joe is on on the board of the inspire film festival and also producing an independent film evelyn rising and this is going to be shot in texas it's his third film he, he was executive producer of the feature film was it Army now? Army now. Army now. As well as a documentary, 150 at 15, both out in distribution. Joe recently also joined the SAG, uh, AFTRA, and I have no idea what that is. So it's I'm sag sure. after. It's All the right. Actors Union. Yeah. Oh, the Actors Union. All right. And is uh, excited to be acting again. So, Joe, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Todd. I really appreciate it. Yep. Well, I- I'm excited, first of all, to learn, you know, because... You ask a lot of kids and a lot of people, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? And so often people say, oh, I would love to be an actress or an actor. And uh, so I'm really curious, how did you get into this business? It was, uh, <clears throat> I guess, sort of backwards in a sense. I, when I, I grew up in Ohio and uh, had a love for the ocean and uh, decided to become a marine biologist. Um, I had a, a knack, if you will, for uh, acting, performing, being on stage. I love to do it, but, um, I felt that, uh, the career of a marine biologist was really what I wanted to do. Hence, uh, thanks to Jacques Cousteau, I have to say a television program. <laughs> right. Um, and I just fell in love with it. Um, pursued that actually went and, and, and pursued that as a career, got my degree and then, uh, was able to do that for a couple of years. The, the, the desire and the passion, I had a passion for it and a love for it. But there was something missing, and as I was in that career and pursuing that career, I realized that um, something more was something was missing. I wanted something more, and through a conversation I had with a friend, uh, honest to goodness, uh, they said, "If you could do anything in your life, what would you do?" I was a bit frustrated with where I was in life, and they said, "If you could do anything in life, what would you do?" And I said, "I'd be an actor." They said, "Well, why don't you do that?" And I said, "You just don't drop everything and become an actor," and uh, because I knew somehow in my heart, honestly that that's what I really wanted to do, but I thought it was too flighty and flaky. 
And uh, then she said, well, why don't you do that? And I said, well, I can't. And she said, absolutely, you can. And so I quit. I didn't even give a resignation. I walked in and gave two (laughs) weeks notice. And they said, you know, you're part of a research team. You can't just leave. And I said, well, if I don't, I never will. And they said, well, then just go. And I left. And I started auditioning locally in Charleston, South Carolina, local, uh, you know, just uh, um, regional theater, you know, and uh, community theater and started getting roles. And from that was hired to a, um, a local repertory theater company that was actually paying actors. And I began to work as a professional actor um, not long after I quit my, my career. And I've never looked back. Um, so, so what type of roles were you able to get out of the gate like that? Um, well, there was a, a small company that was doing one act, small one act plays. And um, so that I was able to, I auditioned and they liked you know, I, I went in and I said, hey, I heard you're looking for actors. Can I audition? They said, yes. I didn't get the first show. They had me do lights and sound for the first show. And then after that, they said, we're going to just put you in the next show. And I did probably 10 shows in a row after that. Just kind of cut my teeth doing that. When I was hired with the repertory company, it was through a person who said, you know, um, you really should be getting paid. There's a company that pays and it's a very small community, so I was going to defect to the other side, if you will. <laughs> and uh, and I did. And I went and I auditioned for Cyrano de Bergerac, and I got a part. And they paid me $35 for each rehearsal, $50 for each performance. And then uh, before the show was even done running, they said, we want to hire you to be a member of the company. And they hired me on $150 a week. And in the 80s, I was paying my rent and eating on that, if you can believe it. And um, they were training me in Commedia dell'arte, training me in theater, I was getting training. I was touring. I was happy, happier than I've ever been in my life. It was then that I realized that that's where I live. That's what I needed to do as an artist. It's, it's who you are. It's not what you do. And I couldn't go back. I couldn't do anything else. Once I was in that world, I knew that that's where I had to stay. So, so, so it's interesting, you know, I, I really want to dive in more on this and, uh, Boy, this time is already flying by. It's it's already getting to be time for a break. But when we get back from the break, I'd really like to learn more about how did you know about what to do with the lights and you know, did you have any experience working, you know, on lights and stuff and, and how you use that to get actually your first acting role. That's phenomenal. So uh, right now, you're currently listening to your career with Todd Bermont and Lone Star Community Radio, FM 104.5, 106.1 irlonestar.com stay tuned and we'll be discussing a lot more our community's animal shelters cannot absorb accidental litters of kittens and puppies approximately 80% of the animals entering our shelters will not make it out alive please help be a part of the solution Please spay and neuter your pets. Many low-cost options are available. Visit TexasLitterControl.org to learn more. That's TexasLitterControl.org. And remember, real Texans don't litter. Please spay and neuter your pets. Hello, I'm Bonita DeRosa, Animal Control Officer for the City of Willis. We invite you to tune in to Lone Star Internet Radio, 
every first and third Thursday of the month at 11 a.m. For the Willis Hour, on the first Thursday of the month, the Willis Hour will be covering upcoming events and news about the city. Join in the conversation with your city officials and other leaders in the community. On the third, we will be doing a recap of the last city council meeting. The mission of the city of Willis is to provide high quality services, accountability, and professional commitment to our citizens. We pledge to provide those who live, work, and visit our city an effective government that is open and responsive to the needs and values of the community. Again, we invite you to tune in on Lone Star Internet Radio every first and third Thursday of the month at 11 for the Willis Hour. At Jazzy Junk, volunteers reclaim, restore, and recycle. Jazzy Junk is a nonprofit resale storefront where you will discover wonderful, unique finds at very affordable prices on furniture, antiques, books, art, home decor, and more. When you shop Jazzy Junk, you support New Danville, a community for adults with developmental disabilities. We receive new donations daily, so plan a visit to Jazzy Junk today to find that perfect item or gift. Our motto is here today, gone today. So remember to hurry in and shop often for the best selection. Jazzy Junk is located in the outlets at Conroe on Week Line Road and I-45 North. Call 936-441-4500 or visit our website, jazzyjunk.org, that's J-U-N-Q-U-E, for more information and store hours. Welcome back to Your Career. I'm your host and resident career expert, Todd Berman. And I am going to dive right back into this because I'm just so fascinated by how you can decide to become an actor. And the next thing you know, you're working on the lights in the back of a a show. I'm curious, how'd you do this? I mean, did you have any experience working lights in the theater and working backstage or or how'd you? No, not at all. Um, I uh, spent most of my time. I mean, I'd done some high school theater, but I never did anything technically with it. And so um, when they said, well, you're not casting the show, but we need someone to work behind the scenes, would you be willing to? And I said, yes. And I said, I really don't have much experience. And they said, well, we really need somebody. And so the willingness to just say, okay, I'll do it. <clears throat> if, that's what, if that's what you need, I'll do it. And I'll learn, right? No matter what it takes, I'll figure it out. And it's that willingness to say yes. And, you know, if they'll trust you, you just have to believe in yourself that you'll do it. And I, I always had a willingness to say, hey, if you let me, give me a chance, I'll do it. And they did. And so I just learned from the person who sat next to me and they told me what buttons to push, what to do. And through the rehearsal process, I figured it out. Before you know it, I was running a soundboard and a light board. And um, it, it meager, wasn't, a, wasn't you know, really uh, complex, but uh, I was able to get it done. How, like, how'd you go about learning how to work a soundboard and stuff like that? How'd you figure this stuff out? I had to learn from the person who was sitting next to me. I just said, show me what to do, man. Just, you just, just give me the basics. Show, what buttons to push, what order to push them in. Tell me you know, A, B, C, and D, what order. And they did. And then after running cues, cue for cue, I just was able to figure out, oh, so this is how the board works. And then spending extra time, I mean, really spending the time to sit down and say, would you show me some things when we're not in rehearsal or after the show or beginning, you know, before rehearsal? And as long as I was willing to put in the extra time, that's really, again, that's what it is. If you're willing to dedicate, spend the extra time, sacrifice some time, sweat equity, 
and willingness to do so, you can, you know, everybody expects to get paid, I think, for everything, but you just have to be willing to jump in and say, I'll do it, whatever it takes. I'll work for nothing. Just give me the chance. And and because you worked backstage, then you were able to establish the relationships to where you were then able to get an acting part in, in a future production, basically? You know, you, you spend a lot of time in the theater with people and you get to know them. And really, uh, it, it's, it's, everything's relationships. I mean, when you, when you start to spend time with people, they get to know you and they're like, you know, I, I kind of like working with that guy. He's easy to work with. He's hardworking, not patting myself on the back. But, you know, you, <laughs> you, you, you establish a relationship with someone. You get to know them personally. And you're the first person they're probably going to think of when they're thinking about the next Thing. And they're looking at roles and they're like, hey, I need somebody that's this kind of person. And you happen to have been there and happen to be that kind of person. And they think, well, I think Joe's right for that role because he's that kind of guy. Let's give him a shot. And you audition and you get the role. And before you know it, um, knowing people, networking, like you said, it, it really boils down to relationships that you never know who you're going to talk to that's going to lead to an opportunity. So getting to know people. That is that is really exciting. And you know, it's it's just a phenomenal perspective, too, because it just shows the value of a lot of times, you know, if there's a particular employer you want to work for, but they don't have a job that's open in the exact job that you're looking for, you know, potentially there may be other opportunities where you can get in that organization. Once you're into your organization, you have a much better chance of getting a job in the future of what you really want to do. Like they say, work your way up from the mailroom in a sense. You know, the, my first job as a marine biologist, I was, I was sweeping floors and cleaning up in the, in the specimen collection because I just wanted to be around it. And as a result of that, they said, we need assistance on this research project. And you seemed, you know, you're, you're a hard worker, you're on time, all these things. And I got a job basically just working with my back. That led to research apprenticeships. And that's led to work. And it was willingness to say, okay, man, I'll do whatever job you give me. And again, it, it's the it's the willingness, you know. That's awesome. Well, I know that there's, I, I want to dive a lot more into the career aspect of this, but also you're involved with a couple of exciting projects. And, and first of all, I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about the Inspire Film Festival that's coming up in, in the woodlands. Um, oh, where in the woodlands is this going to be? And, you know, can you tell us a little bit about the festival? Sure can. Um, it's a, uh, it's a launch. Uh, it's the inaugural year of it. It's the first of its kind. It's a inspirational film festival f- with films dealing strictly with inspirational topics. Uh, the power of one, you know, the, the power of a person to make a change and make a difference in the world. Um, so the inspire film festival of all the 4,000 film festivals that exist, it's the only one of its kind. It's very unique. Um, and it's the first in the woodlands, Texas, which is wonderful. Uh, it'll be February 23rd through the 26th. Um, it came about uh, the executive director, Jane Minarvik. Uh, she came up with this idea after um, attending film festivals and seeing uh, documentaries and, and, and inspirational films that were uh, that really spoke to her. And she thought, you know, there's nothing that exists that's just about, you know, the power of an individual, the power of social change. Um, and so she decided to create this festival. And we got together and we've been working on it ever since. I sit on the board of it, which is wonderful. I get to be actively involved. Um, it will be, um, like I said, February 23rd through the 26th. It'll be 10 feature-length films and seven short films, all based on true stories. Uh, we'll have people who are in the films or connected with the films very closely uh, here to visit, to do talkback 
uh, and have and hold uh, seminars and, and conferences with it. So that will be a, a, a very big part of what the festival is all about. You see the film, you see the people involved in it, you get a chance to talk with them, interact with them. Hopefully you're inspired to do something of, of your own. Um, and the festival is going to kick off with an outdoor film, a short film series Thursday evening. It's free and it's open to the public. And then Friday night, there'll be uh, we'll start uh, showing the f- uh, ten feature length films. Uh, they'll be at three different theaters um, in uh, in the Woodlands, uh, Market Street Cinemark, and the Waterway Cinemark will be uh, two of the theaters. Uh, and each film will be shown twice during the course of the weekend, four day event, so that everyone will have a chance to hopefully have a chance to see them all. Uh, and all the films are um, PG uh, rated PG, so teen and up. Uh, and it's not mature content, but it has to do with weighty subject matter. So, uh, hence the, the rating. Um, but we will have a children's event on Saturday morning, uh, at the United uh, Woodlands United Methodist church. So there'll be something there for, for the kids as well. That's awesome. Well, I want to dive more into this film festival when we come back from the break, because first of all, I'm really curious how you just start a film festival from scratch and uh it also sounds like it's open to the public so you know i, I really want to learn a lot more you know you hear of film festivals and you know you think it's only for the movers and shakers in the community so uh we're gonna dive into this when we get back so you're listening to your career with todd Bermont. stay tuned for so much more exciting information about the film festival as well as acting as a career stay tuned The East Texas Dream Center is in need of your help. We are a nonprofit Christian organization that houses women and children who are trying to get their lives back after being homeless, abused, or addicted. We are conveniently located at 301 South First Street, Conroe, Texas, 77301, right here in Montgomery County. Our needs are financial, and every needs of gasoline, cleaning supplies, laundry soap, Lysol, and whatever else God puts in your heart. To help our ladies and children, please consider a donation. You may visit our website at www.EastTexasDreamCenter.org. Again, so you don't forget, it's www.EastTexasDreamCenter.org. Donations are tax deductible. Remember what Jesus said, with God, nothing is impossible. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1, of course, worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. We're going to do a quick weather and traffic break for the Montgomery County area, and then we're going to get back to your careers here on Lone Star Community Radio. Right now it's 47 degrees outside. Humidity is around 39%. This afternoon is going to have a high of 48 and a low around 39 uh, this weekend's forecast, there's a 30% chance of thunderstorms and showers throughout the weekend going into Tuesday. So expect some rain between now and Tuesday. And then the average high is going to be around 74, and the average low is going to be around 52. Traffic conditions in the Montgomery County area, looking at I-45 northbound, you're good to go all the way from the Woodlands through New Waverly. And southbound, if you're heading into Houston, you're going to hit all the way good. Or you're going to hit something good all the way until the uh, Beltway 8 right there. East to west, I'm not seeing any accidents or incidents on 1488, 242, and 105, and the Loop 336. You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. We're going to be back with your careers right after these messages. Want to check out the fastest-growing sport in the world? It's right here in Conroe, Texas, and it's roller derby. Conroe Roller Derby is a nonprofit recreational league of women and men who want you to come and check out the fast-paced, hard-hitting game of roller derby. 
The Conroe Cutthroats practice at Rainbow Roller Rink on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. You can find our game schedule and more information on our website, www.conroerollerderby.com. You're going to need me. You're going to need us. All of us. You're going to need our help with your water, your air, your food. You're going to need our determination, our compassion. You're going to need the next generation of leaders to face the challenges the future will bring. And we promise we'll be there when you need us. Today, 4-H is growing the next generation of leaders. Welcome back to your career. I'm your host and resident career expert, Todd Bermont. And this week we have wonderful guests in our program, Joe DeMonico. And uh, prior to the break, we were uh, talking about the Inspire Film Festival. And I'm really intrigued by this because, first of all, I didn't realize that this was a festival that based on films that are just supposed to motivate you and, and inspire you. So that in itself makes me really want to attend because, you know, there's nothing. Sometimes you just need that little jump start in your life to get you back on the right track. And it sounds like from what you're saying, Joe, there's going to be a lot of films that are at this festival that can really help improve your outlook on life, it sounds like. I was wondering if you could elaborate on that. Well, it's um, uh, the films are, the, the festival itself is a celebration of the human spirit. Um, yeah. And it's, uh, it's stories of empowerment, uh, stories of individuals or groups of individuals who um, overcome adversity or see a need to overcome adversity or obstacles in their life. And uh, every one of them, when you watch them, Will you'll walk away from it feeling, feeling good about what you've seen, and hopefully feel a little better about yourself, or wanting to do something to change what you know the world around you, or even to be involved in the uh, subject of the film itself. There's opportunities to do that. There's a lot of negativity that's in in the world. And there's a lot of negativity when it comes to the media and what you see, even that's in right. film and TV. Um, and that's not to say there isn't tremendous power in that. There is tremendous in, inspirational power in film and TV. Um, these are films that you wouldn't normally see in a theater. They may not get a chance to be seen outside of a Netflix or a Hulu or something like that. These are films that uh, have been produced and have been shown at other festivals, perhaps, um, but not mainstream and it's an opportunity for people to see very inspiring, very content-driven, very positive uh, pieces of work that aren't normally in, in their purview. So we are trying to get that in front of people. We want everyone that who comes to Simply Leave with a great feeling of wanting to be a better person. That's really the, the, the goal of it, um, to start a conversation with people about how one little act can turn into something beautiful. That is the goal of the festival itself. Now, is this... Open to the public then, uh, the, the entire festival or portions of the festival? There's uh, 400, um, there'll be 400 film festival passes that will go on sale in December online at www.inspirefilmfest.com. Um, the, so there'll, there'll be a limited number, uh, $100 piece for those, general admission for the weekend, if you will. Um, and then there are other higher priced passes for more special events or, you know, VIP events that are involved in that. But we will be selling passes. Anyone can purchase. You don't have to be in the industry to purchase or to participate. Um, 
And so, yes, the general public is welcome to uh, go online and uh, www.inspirefilmfest.com and and purchase a pass, which happens uh, later this month. So for a hundred dollars, that it's inspirefilmfest.com. Correct. And for a hundred dollars, does that get you into one or two movies, or all the movies, or? That's a weekend long pass, and that will get you into uh, the screenings of all the films. Um, and then there are certain other events, the panel discussions, et cetera, or VIP events or, or um, uh, dinners that are included in passes that are more expensive, if you will. But the $100 pass will get you into seeing the films for the weekend, as many as you can, uh, your time will allow you to see. And when exactly do they go on sale? That is, uh, it's later this month, and I um, I have to get a specific on that from uh, from the executive okay. director, but um, we'll have that posted on the InspireFilmFest.com Okay, website. so if they yeah. visit the website on a regular basis, they'll see when... Yes, they when, will, when, when that announcement goes up, goes public. Because I tell you, what a wonderful investment for people, because, you know, you're right, there's so much negativity in this world today, and, you know, you think about your local newscast... About 28 minutes out of the 30 minutes are negative news. You know, it's it's usually only that last segment right before the newscast is over where they have a positive story. Yeah. And so it's, it's just so inspiring to hear that there's going to be a festival that everything is based on inspiration. From beginning to end, everything is designed to touch a person's heart or to drive them to action or to show them how... People are very wonderful people. Everybody in the world really wants to feel good and wants to do something good despite what they might say. And uh, I think that when you see other people thinking uh, outside of themselves, I think that's really what uh, inspires people the most. You think that person really went through a lot of adversity, overcome a lot, overcame a lot of obstacles to do that for somebody else. That, And you'll be surprised on the, number, the people that you see who are involved in this that you might think, wow, I'd never imagined that person to be involved in such a thing in my life. And yet they are. And that's, that's exactly what we're hoping to do. That's awesome. So this is the first year of the festival. Very first year. Yep. First of its kind. And the first year. I, I can't imagine how much work went into putting together a festival. I, I mean, how do you go about doing this? How many people are involved in this? And, and, and funding is always an issue. How, how have you gone about raising funds for this? And we're, we're in the sponsorship phase now. We're looking for sponsors. There's the opportunity to, to get behind the festival and sponsor um, the festival itself. Um, there's, there's how many of us? Five on the board. And all of us have bring a different set of skills to the table that we're able to, uh, to uh, help to build this program. Uh, and it's not easy. However, it's exciting and it becomes easy because we're very excited about doing the job. But uh, locking down venues, um, putting together, you know, the films that will be, it's all curated films this year. There'll be no submissions next year. We'll grow it every year. It'll get bigger and bigger. But for this year, it's all films that are previously uh, currently produced so that we, we chose the 10 produ- uh, currently produced films. And then that way, um, it's easier for us to manage. But to put all the personnel together, uh, from volunteers to everything else, is a, is a momentous undertaking uh, and so it's a lot of work, but a uh, labor of love. Um, if you really love it, you're passionate about it. It doesn't feel like work. So, but it is a lot of sweat that goes into it. I can't imagine how much work is, is going into this. And, and I'm also really curious cause I know you're working on another project as well. And, and you said you're in the process of, um, 
is it producing a, a new film or yes. and and uh what's the title of this film and and where are you going to be shooting the film the film is entitled evelyn rising and evelyn rising, evelyn rising okay. um written by my partner phyllis laxon and he's a lead producer i'm co-producing the film with him um, we have been in uh, pre-pre-production for about a year, putting together the financing and still in that process. But we hope to be shooting in mid-February. Uh, the the basic basis of the story is a, a young woman in a small Texas town is becoming an angel, is realizing she's an angel with the uh, God-given mission to uh, save the universe from an alien invasion. Sounds um, a mixing of genres, but... It is a small woman, a woman in a small town, and all these events begin to converge on this town, and no one's really sure why. And then we realize that they're after this individual who has this power, and her name is Evelyn, and she uh, again has a, a mission to uh, to save save the earth, to protect the earth. Um, and we're hoping to shoot in Conroe, Huntsville, and we have a couple other locations in and around Texas, and. Uh, We've been locking down locations, putting together, we're, we're going to be putting together cast and crew. Uh, some of it's already cast. We have Bo Hopkins, Morgan Fairchild attached to it. Um, and we're going to be looking for the, uh, the leads, uh, some other leads and some uh, 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 supporting roles and, and uh, extras. We're also looking for the crew when the time comes. We have a director attached, but we'll be looking for the other crew members and uh, et cetera. So I'm curious for, because uh, I, I know... I have a sister who lives in Albuquerque and uh, they do a lot of filming in Albuquerque. And uh, from time to time, she's been an extra on TV shows and stuff like that. You know, you, you can't really see her too well in, in, you know, or maybe she's there for five seconds or something, but she was shooting for the entire day. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm curious if, if there's going to be opportunities for extras and whatnot, um, is there a way people can reach out to you? Are you on LinkedIn or anything like that, that, that people could reach out to, to? Sure can. Um, they can look at Joe DeMonico on LinkedIn, J O E D E M O N I C O Joe DeMonico at LinkedIn. If you go to the uh, LinkedIn website and you can contact me that way. And when the time comes and we're, we're crewing up, uh, and looking for, uh, the, uh, uh remaining roles and extras, well, there'll be information as to how you can uh, participate in it at that time. So yeah, I'd be more than happy to uh, to have people uh, contact us through that. Outstanding, outstanding. So, what's the significance of the name of the main character, Evelyn? I don't know if I've ever heard it pronounced that way before. You know, I was thinking Evelyn when I first was reading the bio. Sure. And um, how'd you come up with that name? Normally, you might think you know Evelyn is the pronunciation of the name, but Evelyn uh, with Eve on the accent on the Eve has a, uh, you know, I think a particular significance if you want to think about it as Eve and, um, being, uh, I guess one of the first, uh, on earth to accomplish, uh, a very daunting task, if you will. But, um, yeah, she is here to, to inspire and to save, uh, generations and to save the world and save the earth. So yeah, there is significance in the name. And that becomes more clear as as time goes on, um, but uh, yeah, we we're very inspired by this by this work. I I, I left my job after ten years teaching at the John Cooper School to uh, to do this, believe in it so much that I decided to change again, jump out of a career into another one, and didn't just quit this time. I actually, <laughs> actually gave proper notice, but uh, decided this is this is what I'm called to do, 
And that's the, there is a difference in that when you're called to do something and you know that's what you're meant to do and you jump out and do it. We were talking about that earlier. It's, it's something that you're, um, that you believe in. And I believe that I'm, I'm confident that when you believe in something like that, you believe in yourself, that it does pay off. And you do have to trust that you have talents and skills that I believe are God-given that when you use them, it works. And it works to your benefit. Well, when we come back from the break, I want to, um, I, I really would like to, in the final segment, dive more into how do you get a feeling that you're called to do something? Um, because a lot of people struggle with what is my purpose in life? What am I really supposed to be doing? Why is everything, you know, it seems like so many obstacles coming my way and stuff like that. So I, I, I'm really curious to learn how you get that feeling of being called to do something. So uh, with that, you are currently listening to Your Career with Todd Bermont on Lone Star Community Radio, FM 104.5, 106.1, and IRLoneStar.com. Doing business since 1985, Assistance League of Montgomery County is a nonprofit, all-volunteer organization where all proceeds stay in Montgomery County. We are proud to sponsor 10 philanthropic programs that enhance the lives of those in our community. Visit our thrift shop at 126 North San Jacinto Street in downtown Conroe or call us at 936-760-1151. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. Doing business since 1985, Assistance League of Montgomery County is a nonprofit, all-volunteer organization where all proceeds stay in Montgomery County. Through our Operation School Bell program, we have provided new clothes to over 50,000 students in our county. Visit our thrift shop at 126 North San Jacinto Street in downtown Conroe or call us at 936-760-1151. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. Listen in on Mondays at noon to hear the East Montgomery County News. News from our Precinct 4 Commissioner Jim Clark, Precinct 4 Constable Rowdy Hayden, our local nonprofits, school districts, and events that matter to you, residents of Porter, New Caney, and Splendora, with your host Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information, check us out online at facebook.com slash emcnews. Welcome back to Your Career. I'm your host and resident career expert, Todd Bermont. Each week on Your Career, we'll be sharing valuable information you can use to further your career and land the ideal job. Don't forget to visit us on Facebook. Got any questions about the job search process? Reach out to us on Facebook slash Your Career Todd Bermont. That's Your Career Todd Bermont on Facebook. All right. Now, right before the break, Joe was talking about how you had a, you f- you felt that you had this calling yes to do this film and can you describe that feeling of of having a calling cuz i i think a lot of us we struggle with what is it that we're supposed to be doing and and i'm curious how did you receive that message how was that message delivered to you that that it was so strong that you felt that this is your calling to do this well, um, I initially when it happened, I was I was uh, I was younger. I'd been out of college for a number of years and was working. And then a conversation led me to 
to this. And I just knew when I would watch a film or I'd see a play, I'd say, man, I can do that. I know I can do that. I could, I felt it in my heart, but to be more specific, I have to say that 10 years working as a, being a teacher, um, opportunities started to come my way and opportunities for things involved as an actor or in the film. And I would say, you know, that's, that's, that's great, but you know, I have a full-time job and I'm supporting my family. And then other opportunities would come my way without my trying opportunities that I used once pursued as an actor when I was younger started coming my way now. And I thought I, I kept saying, no, 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 no. These are just, it's a fluke, but it kept happening. And uh, happened so much, in fact, that I thought there's got to be something to it. I'm not even trying, and these wonderful opportunities are coming my way. And I kept hearing this voice. Now, I know it's different for everybody, but but it, there's no accidents, and things happen for a reason. And I kept hearing this voice that said, it's your time, it's your time, it's your time to, to, to do this again. And I kept fighting, no, I'm not going to do it. No, I'm not. I have, I have a full-time job, supporting my family, I'm a, you know, I'm the breadwinner. And this voice kept saying, it's your time. And then without, again, without my trying, a series of events sort of fell into place that had me say, well, I think that I'm, if I'm not being forced to do this, then I don't know what this is because I think this is, this is a clear sign that I should be doing it. So when I started to step out a little bit and pursue those things on a, on a meager level, they really paid off. And that's when I realized that I was using talents and skills that I really that I, that I owned, that I had. And when they paid off, I thought this must mean that this is what I meant to do. And I gave notice. And the minute I did, it wasn't but a week later, things just started to fall into place. Now it sounds like, you know, spiritual, magical, whatever, but I, I believe that you're given signs, you're given hints that this is what you want to do. And the desires of your heart are there for a reason. And you need to follow those desires of your heart. It's risky in the world to tell you, don't do it. But if you do it and it's really meant to be, if it's really honest and it's meant to do good and it's not meant to harm, I believe that it will, it will pay off and that's what you're meant to do. And that's hard to describe or get someone to be, you know, convince some of that, but it's true. It's 100% true. So when would you like hear these voices that it's, it's time, it's time. Would it be like, you know, at night when you're uh, up awake and you can't sleep, would it be uh, you know, <laughs> you're, while you're on the job and just hating what you're doing? Or, you know, when would you hear these voices? Um, something would uh, come my way. A phone call would come or somebody would talk about something and mention something to me. And in that conversation, in, in so many words, it was someone telling me, hey, you know, this is a great opportunity for you. And through that, I would hear, in the back of my mind, wow, this is, this, this really is, but I can't, but yes, I think it's time. You get to be a certain age. I'm older, you know, and you get to be a certain age where you just, you cut all the garbage out and you realize what's really important and you are able to filter through the things that aren't, it's a midlife, people call it midlife crisis. It wasn't really, it was, it was that I, I know enough now to know that what's real, what's true, what's good, what's not, what's valid and what's not. And you can filter through that very quickly and say that is meant to be that is for that's real and uh people would say things hey well how about this want to try this yeah i need you for this and i would say uh, okay i guess maybe i should and that's when i would hear it's your time to go 
And the fight was, well, I can't go and just go do this. I'll do this for the moment, but I won't go do this. But yeah, that's, that, that's how it came to me. So do you mind me asking how old you are? I'm 54. 54. Yeah. So for those of us in the audience that um, are getting up there, you know, uh, you know, we're, we're in the, the middle of our careers, if you will, and, and whatnot, you know, late forties, early fifties. Is it too late to get into, you know, like, let's say somebody's had a dream of being in the performing arts and, but they've never performed before. And, and, uh, but they too are going through kind of a midlife realization that I need to be doing something different. Um, can somebody in their late forties, early fifties get into this business or is it just, absolutely. I, I think there's never, there's never a time not to, um, the future is unwritten. That's what Joe Strummer said. And I believe in it with all my heart. Um, uh, you can change your future if you wish. And if you're willing to work hard enough, sacrifice, it takes sweat equity. It takes money. Um, I have a fabulous acting coach. His name is Price Hall, and uh, he's been doing this his entire life. But he is the one who, through acting classes, when I decided to get back in, he said to me that he affirmed the idea that it's, it's worth your going out and doing. And uh, Price is an amazing guy. And it was that someone honestly looking at me and saying, you know, you could, you could do this. You really, and you should do this. Um, and yeah, you can change it. Now it does require sacrifice and time, but if you audition, you know, Conroe is fabulous. You know, the, the, the theater community here is wonderful. There's opportunities to participate in theater. You can audition for a show and, um, and find out that there's, you know, you, you could get cast in something and then start to work and see if that, if it really uh, helps you. Um, a, a coach like Price Hall would give you uh, a, an acting class and you would see whether, you know, it's right for you or not, but you will find out if you take the chance, take the risk that you might just have what you need and, but you never know unless you take the risk. So, so can anybody show up to audition for a show or do you have to have had taken certain classes or can you just show up? It depends. I, I think for most theater companies, if there's an open call and open audition, you know, you show up, you, you audition, they may ask you to bring a monologue or read for something prepared and you come in and you audition and um, I've never had anybody uh, require anything other than I just show up and, and read and see if I can get the part. And no, acting classes, training, degree, doesn't matter. As long as you're willing to take the risk, take the chance. That's what it takes. Awesome. Well, before we close out, I was wondering if you could tell us, uh, we've, we've talked about so much today, but that website again for the Inspire Film Fest is? www.inspirefilmfest.com. Excellent. Well, Joe, I can't thank you enough for being on the program today. That brings us to the end of our thank program, you. and I want to thank you all for listening. Next week, tune in because there's going to be another great show on how to master the job search and land the ideal job. If you have questions, reach out to us on Your Career Todd Bermont on Facebook. You can learn more about our program by visiting IRLoneStar.com slash Your Career. That's IRLoneStar.com slash Your Career. Also, remember to visit tcclearning.com to learn more. So with that, thank you so much. It's been another great week, and happy holidays to you all. Thanks for checking out this production on Old Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's radio station. For more information on this show and other shows on Old Star, Check us out online at IRLoneStar.com. 
If you're interested in sponsoring a program on Lone Star Community Radio and reaching the local audience of Montgomery County on FM, Internet, and TV media, please call 936-647-5747 or contact us online at IRLoneStar.com. This recording is a Lone Star Community Radio production produced by the show host and Dick Schistler of Lone Star Community Radio. Interested in volunteering as a music DJ or starting your own talk show? Yeah, contact Dick Schistler at dick at irlonestar.com or by phone at 936-647-5747.